you just see it everywhere. So I want to talk about some real life partridges. Okay. Um, and I think we would we it would be amiss of us not to begin with fucking Richard Maidley. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna play you a short video. We can cut the audio from this in because sure. it's this is just a compilation of like Richard Maidley's most Alan Partridge moments. Just to explain who Richard Maidley is, um, he is like a British kind of TV personality in that manner of like. No one can really tell you what he initially got famous for. Like, he's just a guy who's on TV. Like, it's that kind of... Um, and he has a wife who's... I guess he's probably in his, like, late 50s now. He has a wife who's, like, quite a lot older than him. She's probably in, like, her mid-70s called Judy Finnegan. And they had a, they had a long-running, like, daytime sort of talk magazine show called Richard and Judy where they would have, like, a book club and, like, all this kind of... Just really weird... Um, and uh, I remember a few years ago, there was some, like, Richard Maidley gave some interview where he talked about, like, the string of lovers he had before Judy Finnegan. And someone, I think it might have been Johnny Vaughan, who's a British radio DJ, started calling him Richard Sex Maidley. And I've just, <laughs> I've never been able to get over it. It's gone six o'clock. Look who's here. Hello. Morning, TV morning. legend yeah. Richard Maidley. Did you see I fluffed my first link? Um, and here is Alex with the first link today's weather. Hello. Hello. Good my morning. My daughter fences you, by the way. You look at the beach and you think, ah, oh, pretty, pretty. Lovely golden sound. That's safe. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not in certain parts of the country quicksand and a horrible way to die. Why should I not be allowed a GMT or a glass of wine with the meal yeah. on a flight because of these idiots? <laughs> Having knocked someone out, which means you've given them brain damage, that's medically speaking. Do you make a lot of money? Are you rich? Are you rich? Uh, yeah. Are you? Come on, it's a serious question. Are you able to make good money? I just want to know if, no, if there's money no, to no. be made. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm, we, uh, it used to be, you just you see a guy beaten to a pulp, basically. You know Gabby Roslin, the presenter? Mm. Once I saw her in a restaurant and I was chatting to her and she was super thin and slim and looking great. And I said, I said Gabby, are you, are you expecting? So she went, no, what are you suggesting? <laughs> it's all right, we had a laugh. Um, now, probably because of all the programming that I've done, particularly with Judy, about anorexia and eating disorders, I'll say this, I probably would have clocked it. And then Judy got pregnant very quickly again. It was an accident. Sorry, Chloe, but it's you were, and you, know it, and you know it. The very first time I appeared on live television was on This Morning. It happened to be modelling raincoats. Yes. <laughs> when she mentioned it. All right, then let's move on. Here's Lucy with her first look at today's weather. And this morning, she's up on the ITV roof. <laughs> just, just absolutely incredible. It is, it is interesting to me that this is definitely based like Alan Partridge is an exaggeration of a type of guy, but that that guy does exist. What you know? What the thing is, I do, it's almost as though like Alan Partridge is like barely even an exaggeration of someone like Richard Madeley. Like when you, I mean, maybe it's like the the. The real, like the persona of Alan Partridge, like not on the radio is an exaggeration, but the persona of Alan Partridge's radio show, it, it's it's barely even satire. It's almost like a blow for blow recreation of an exact, like the bit where Richard Madeley was like, the beach seems pretty fun. Not for some though, can be dangerous. Quicksand, a horrible way to die. Like that is exactly <laughs> something that Alan Partridge would do on his radio show. Yeah, I mean, that's... uh. It's hmm. it's wild to me because yeah I I would have thought that this was a huge send up yeah and like they've created you know a sort of radio DJ Mr Bean kind of just mm. just perfect idiot but you're right it's not that dissimilar to some of the people that are actually on and TV. these people earn millions I mean that because there's even a bit in this Alan Partridge episode where he's doing the Alan's deep bath segment. And he, like the concept of it is like supposed to be like a kind of like, you know, like the sexy, sensual late night radio thing. And it's like Alan's deep bath and they're playing at slow jams and whatever. And he's going like, oh, yeah, just just uh, get the suds going and 
close your eyes, listen listen to the sounds of the music washing over you. And then he goes like, try not to slip under some terrifying statistics about that. Just <laughs> 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 perfect, just pitch perfect madely. Um, yeah, there was another, there was another actual Richard Madeley recently. And this is another way in which sort of like, uh, Madeley and like Jeremy Vine, who we'll get on to, they embody Partridge in the sense that like, there were a lot of British radio and TV personalities, like people like I don't know, like Nick Ferrari or Ian Dale, who are just cunts. Like they're just yeah, they're just horrible. Yeah, um, and they're not. They can be a bit partridge sometimes. But the thing about partridge is, it's like kind of there's a, there's a sort of there's like a reasonableness to him. Like he takes things too far, but it's not like a, he's not supposed to be like a cunt. He's supposed to be like kind of like uncouth and a bit of an asshole but like he's not in, supposed in a to sort be of bad like unself-aware way not yeah. necessarily in like a deliberately being a twat kind of way yeah he's like he's not like callous um and i think this is something you can kind of say of someone like madeley because like he's often sort of like weirdly right but in a kind of it's just such a bizarre way there was he got he was going viral recently because um uh shamima begum's been back in the news um and uh they were doing like a like a texting thing on his tv show about whether she should be let back into Britain or not. And obviously they were getting lots of insane messages. Yeah. And, uh, and then Maidley's like, like, well, well I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. After, wo- after World War II, we put a lot of the Nazis on trial at Nuremberg. And we even, we even hung a lot of them. But we never did that with the Hitler Youth, did we? <laughs> 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 never went after the Hitler Youth. I think, interesting that, first thinking about. <laughs> just like- like I sort of understand the point that he was making that like yeah she's a child and that you know she was groomed and this sort of thing but like kind of and so he is sort of right but it's like just kind of this like absolutely bizarre angle 100% um, yeah yeah and so that's that's kind of that's the soul of a certain kind of guy uh I also wanted to talk about a Jeremy Vine phone in um regular listeners to Trash Future and followers of me on Twitter will be aware that I am a massive Jeremy Vine head um I think Jeremy Vine it, I, I, he fascinates me. Like the, the radio show that he does, he's on Radio Two, which is like the most like your mum ass thing to listen to on BBC Radio. They play like kind of pop music ish, but like from like whatever era. It's kind of it has like really safe like Gen Xer and Boomer presenters. Um, it's like very like easy listening type shit. But like the call ins and stuff they have are. Absolutely deranged. So uh, let's do a clip from Jeremy Vine because ELO, hold on tight. We'll talk about ISIS in a second. Just think about the uh, caller we had yesterday who said that they were demonic and satanic. Can we put them on a spectrum of evil? Love you to call on that. Oh five hundred two eighty eight two ninety one. Now, yesterday we were discussing Islamist militants in Iraq. But are these Sunni Muslim extremists, ISIS, in a different category of evil? How do they compare to the mass murderers of the past? Where do they stand on the historic spectrum of evil? Can you even put them on it? Do we have to go back to the Nazis <laughs> to find anyone fuck? as wicked as this <laughs> lot? So good. 0500 288 291. Do call us 0500. I say the number. Email vine at bbc.co.uk. John in Hertfordshire emails, when I hear people talk about ISIS, how they've not 
not seen such brutality since the Nazis. Let's not forget Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge <laughs> in Cambodia in the 70s when they murdered two million. The similarities with ISIS are shocking. We're looking at the spectrum of evil. We're saying are this lot the most wicked lot we've seen since Hitler's gang. 12.30. It's so good. It's the transition from like, <laughs> are they as evil as the Khmer Rouge? And then just like fading in some Albert fucking Albert Hammond. Hammond. It never rains in Southern California. Let's just do a few more comments talking about ISIS. And then we're going to move on. Home uh, County is sure. in about ISIS. Like, some relief. Too powerful. Patrick Ude in Aberdeen says, ISIS are purely evil. We should just fight fire with fire. I don't know what, don't know what that means if you've seen them beheading people. <laughs> Trying to understand them is wrong, but we should not go down that road. I believe the Nazis were also evil, but they were slightly more humane (laughs) than ISIS. Andrew Doak emails, of course they're not the most evil thing since the Nazis. What about Bosnia, Rwanda, the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia? Somebody also mentioned Shining Pass in Peru (laughs) as well. Every day, says Andrew, there are rapes in the Congo. Humans are just bad. Coming up next, the brick shortage in the UK. Pitch perfect partridge going from genocide to brick shortage. The national brick shortage. Why do we need bricks anyway? Can't you build a house without them? Haven't they got clever ways of just bringing in a truck with a wall and dropping it there? The noises you can hear are from John White, a bricklayer. John, hi. Hello there. I love the sound. And it reminds me of, as a child, actually, somebody built a wall and I used to just watch them doing it. And of course, it's one of the best skills because you can. I, what I asked you or just off microphone before we started is if, I, if you taught me how to lay bricks, and I, I genuinely want to learn. Mm. Could I then build a house? Uh, yeah, it depends how long we're talking. You know, well, give it a year. Yeah. I think we're pushing it. At what point would I use a plumb line? Uh, plumb line? No, we don't really use plumb lines anymore. I thought you had to drop it from a piece of string. Ooh, not, not nowadays, yeah. What no, uh, now? lasers now. A laser? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This conversation about bricks in the meeting is the longest conversation we've had for years okay. on any story. Um, are you against pebble dashing? Uh, of course I am. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Why does anyone Absolutely do that? Absolutely awful. Um, Should it be made illegal? I think so, yes. <laughs> God damn it. It's just so good. Oh, my God. Well, you love you. I know, I know you love because you commute so much. You mm. love listening to talk radio and just like it's fodder for bits, but also like I don't know. It, yeah. it, it feels as though you're sort of you, you're sort of jacked into the British Matrix when you're driving. You know, you're mm. driving in from Essex, crossing over, and and listening to this shit on the radio. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like my mom has the radio on all day for company. So like, if I'm ever at home. Like she, and she'll listen to radio too, but I often, and it's amazing because she like, and I think this is how a lot of people consume this stuff. She just like listens to the radio, but she's not remotely paying attention to it. But like, I kind of have that kind of brain where something like it, it will just, it will just catch my attention. And yes. so like, I'll periodically be like, mom, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Jeremy Vine's having a fucking phone in about how evil ISIS are and asking people to rate them on a scale of evil. 